Hello. Welcome to Season 5 of the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. I'm Susie Kollek, the creator of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Zipporah, a Pretty Deadly Community Guide and Online Coaching in Tebe, Uganda. In this season, Zipporah and I are exploring self-defense in Uganda, talking about the different challenges women face and what strengths we might have in common. There's a lot to discover, so welcome to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. And... This is episode 79, and today we're going to talk about anxiety of defending yourself because you're nice. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Um, this is a good one for me because you know how we are as women trying to be nice always, mm-hmm. like we really want to be nice in everything, mm-hmm. and that niceness actually affects us in the end that we become too nice we forget to be nice to ourselves we are nice to everybody else but ourselves so this also goes to defending ourselves you'll find um even i'll use something as simple as friends talking to each other let's say a girl uh, a girl a girls and boys group, yeah? So they are discussing, talking, and then this particular gentleman is not being a gentleman. So I, I feel bad for calling him a gentleman. But this boy, okay, let's say, he's, <laughs> because gentlemen are not rude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this boy, he's being a douche. <laughs> and the girls um, are being nice. Mm-hmm. he's being disrespectful in the way he's talking or even he's being touchy you know those touchy grabby grabby people uh-huh. and then you notice this girl is very uncomfortable you know she's uncomfortable she wants to tell this boy that do not touch me can you talk away from me right but she feels that it's going to be rude and it's going to be not nice right it, it will not be too girlish or it won't be a girl aspect of her life I, I don't know how that relates to being a girl but anyway so she tolerates this person <laughs> she tolerates this person and she cannot defend herself in such a time because she wants to be nice yeah that's the example I have right there I think you said something really, really beautiful um, when you started out talking about this. Mm. You said, we're trained to be nice to everybody but ourselves. Mm. And and that's exactly what's happening. You know, she's, and we're encouraged to do that, by the way. You know, it's not just that we're betraying ourselves because we don't value ourselves. It's because we're very encouraged to sacrifice ourselves for other yeah. people's comfort or desires or, or whatever it is. Mm. So I think what often happens is, I mean, there's a lot of unspoken threats that come with not being nice. You know, what is the cost of not being nice for women? The cost of not being nice for women are, you know, in an extreme way, our violence, you know, someone punishes us because we're not nice. Yeah. Um, the social cost of not being nice. Well, you're not nice. Now I'm not going to talk to you anymore. 
now nobody's going to talk to you. You're not nice. You're not going to get the job. You're not going to get the apartment. You're not going to get the boyfriend. You're not going to get the friends. You're not going to get the 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 coffee that you ordered. So there's there's a lot of punishment that comes along with that nice. So you have to be nice in order to get the things that you want or the thing. Well, and there's like the other differentiation, you know, you have to be nice in order to get the things that you want, but in reality, it's the things that you are entitled to. Mm. And I think that's, you know, that's the, the, in many ways, the other side of the coin, you know, we're told that, you're you're getting these things you know because because you're nice not because you're a human being and you just deserve these things mm. you know i'm giving you this apartment the landlord says because you're such a nice lady and you the know? emphasizing you know the emphasizing that oh she's so nice and you feel people emotionally blackmailing the friends in maybe even their speeches yes oh, such a person she's such a nice person yeah exactly and you feel that exactly well it's this person go ahead. right there let's say during that event that where they're the center of attention with everything that everybody's saying oh you're so nice you're so nice you're so nice it is a huge pressure that they're putting on this particular person who's the center of attention during that event that at the end of the day after that event they will have to keep smiling even when they do not have to smile because everybody's saying you're nice mm-hmm. and you do not want to take that away from what they're saying right um sorry please go ahead <laughs> well no but it, that's a that's a really really good point because it's where you know nice is a nice is a it's like a behavior correction tool mm. you know and it's a it's also um you know, it's like a backhanded compliment. Not, it's not a backhanded compliment, but it's a control compliment in a way. You know, if like if you have everybody saying like you're so nice, well, gosh, what a nice compliment to receive. I guess I'd better be nice. I guess I'd better live up to it, right? You know, and as you said, then you know, the, and you keep smiling even when there's no reason to smile anymore because everyone just said you're nice. So I guess you have to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It, it's a. It's. It, and again, you know, women are very socialized to be nice. Mm. It's, it, it, I was just having a conversation with someone about this today, actually, about um, being willing to stand up to people and being willing to stand up to stand your ground. And I was, I was telling my friend that, you know, when you're, when you do that, you also have to be willing to be alone. Mm. Because because so often the punishment for that is to excommunicate you from a group, from a community, from a a social setting, you know, and sometimes as far as society, you know, you get excommunicated from your entire society. Yeah. Which has happened Uh to women more than once. So it's, it's, and you have to be, you have to be, you have to be aware that in our current structures, that's often what's going to happen and you have to be okay with that. And so what most people are banking on is that you are not okay with that. Most people are, are figuring even on a subconscious level that the last thing you want is to be excommunicated from your group, your family, your community, your society. 
And so you will conform and you'll be nice. Mm. You know, I, I have a personal experience with that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I try as much as I can, even try. I live a life where I am going to be true to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. I really have to tell you the truth because it sits well with me. I don't know if it does not sit well with you, but I really have to tell you the truth because it helps you the end, at the end of the day. So I used to do this in high school. There's a, a before, you know, I studied in two schools for high school. So there's one of those high schools. So I used to be truthful. And for real, like what you have said is what happened. I was excommunicated. I, I had people refuse to be around me because I was too truthful. People don't like being frank because they think you're not nice if you're truthful but i care for you enough to tell you the truth i feel like that's a lot of care i'm nice i'm too nice to tell you the truth right (laughs) but anyways i was and you know how we are teens and how teens feel when they have been left out Mm -hmm. bothered me for like a few months and then i told myself no 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 this is our new life this is life if they want that to take away that truth from you so that that's when they will accept you. Then we're not doing this. We keep our truth and we keep them out because that's what they have decided. If I'm truthful, you're going to kick me out. So I was like, you know what? I'm ready to be alone. I'll live alone. I'll walk alone. I'll do my things alone, period. And it worked. It worked. I was okay with being alone. Like you said, you have to be ready to be okay with being alone, if you're not going to be too nice, the way people expect women to be. And that is the last that actually happened for me in my teen years. Right now people, because eventually they grow up and realize that you were actually on their side. Now they come back and they are my friends or they try to be my friends. But then, then I was alone. I was totally neglected. A whole, I think a whole strike was raised around me that not, not a school strike, but my classmates really did not like me. I was mm-hmm. segregated. I, I, I really didn't like that experience. But when I learned to appreciate being alone, I loved it. I loved it. At the end of the day, I didn't even want people to come back and be, you know, we are sorry. Can I be your friend again? I didn't want that. I was already too comfortable being by myself. Well, it's, it's, I mean, I think we want a balance because we are social creatures and we do need other human beings Um, and we need other human beings to survive. I mean, we, we need networks and we need friends and we need support groups and, and, and communities. That is how we survive in the world in general as human beings. Yeah. But I also think that, um, you know, we're so scared of, of being pushed out of our groups and our, our communities and our societies that we often forget that just because we're pushed out of one doesn't mean that there isn't something on the outside, too. Yeah. And a group that pushes you out, I don't think you belonged in the first place. Well, so you will find your people. I would say maybe you did belong for a while but you might not be long anymore. For not being nice? 
<laughs> for not being that for whatever it is. I mean, but people also grow and they change, you know, everybody groups aren't stagnant things. They're not static yes. things. Yeah. So everybody in that group is going to grow and change. And you may have entered that group um, on the same page as everybody else and everything was fine, but you grew and evolved in a way that no longer fits with the group. Susie, Susie, people just don't, let me tell you the truth. <laughs> people do not like the truth. People don't like being frank with them. Exactly. But, but that's what I mean is it's, it's, you know, you may have evolved for you in your particular example, you know, you evolved in a way that said, I, you know, I speak the truth. This is who I am. You know, this is the thing that I do. And maybe you didn't start out doing that, but this is how you evolved and matured over time. And that group said, we don't like someone who speaks the truth. Yeah. You know, but that doesn't mean that you weren't part of, you didn't belong there in the first place, because maybe it was being part of that group in the first place that helped you grow into the person you became. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, so what I'm trying to say is it's, it's, it's not black and white. It's an evolution. You know, we all evolve. Everything is always in motion and constant change. And it's very easy for us to go back in hindsight and say, well, I, you know, clearly I never belonged with you in the first place. Sometimes that's very true. But oftentimes it's actually I did belong with you in the beginning. But I've grown in a different direction and I no longer fit. And maybe I wasn't ready to leave. Maybe you were ready to push me out. Maybe both of those things happened at the same time. I don't really know. But the fact that I'm being pushed out is also probably correct because I, I do no longer fit here. And yeah, maybe it is because nobody likes to hear the truth. Now, I don't mm-hmm. belong in a group of people who don't want to hear the truth. That's a waste of my breath. Yeah. You know, it's not my job to walk around. For me, at any rate, I feel it's not my job to walk around speaking the truth to everybody. Mm. You know, trying to get people to see the truth. You know, I, I, I'm like you. I also do speak the truth, although I've learned to be a little more diplomatic as I've gotten older. Mm. But at the same time, you know, I don't, I don't belong in a group of people who don't want to hear the truth. Where my, I think my job with that group is to tell them the truth all the time. Yeah, that is an absolute waste of my time. And theirs, you know, yeah. and, and in that way, they're actually correct to kick me out and I'm correct to leave. Mm. It's I belong in a group of other people who want to see the truth or speak the truth. Speak the truth is actually better than just people for me. I don't want to be the one who that's my job either. You know, like that's exhausting. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. You find your people. And who are those people? Are those people who are going to use this talent of yours for their own benefit? Or are they going to deny your talent or are they going to contribute to your talent? The contributing one sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the nice one. But yeah, and it, but it is also remembering, like, you know, it's just because that group kicks you out or because you choose to leave um, mm. or a combination. It's, mm. not, it's not the only group. It's not the only one in the world. It can feel yeah. like it because that, that is also very hurtful. You know, and it, it's a very emotional thing and it can feel like a lot of really deep rejection. And, uh, you know, as you said, you didn't like that feeling. 
And I think that that's true too. And I think it's normal to feel that way, but it's also good to remind ourselves that, you know, you don't, you don't have to be nice. You don't have to compromise who you are just to be nice, you know, Mm. and that oftentimes being told to be nice or being warned to stay nice is really used as a tool of manipulation and control as being presented as a compliment. Pretty Deadly Self-Defense is a self-empowerment program through self-defense, developed from real-life experience, a lot of martial arts training, and tailored for the way women actually learn the things we actually face, and that's actually fun. Learn more at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com. You can download our app, find a class, learn how to become a trainer, or find out how to teach the Pretty Deadly program at your school or studio. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and yes, we're even on TikTok. Just search for Pretty Deadly Self-Defense and we'll be there. Our theme song is an excerpt from the original track Icarus Wish by Dead Centuries and used by generous permission of the artists. Get more tunes at deadcenturies.bandcamp.com. 